0: Yes. Okay, so,
1: <laughs> to bring it to a weird tangent, in a tangent, within a attention, skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts,
2: the gruesome twosome, Mike,
1: Mike and, and Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> we are fans of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. <laughs> By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked this way comes. Wicked cool, wicked fun. (laughs) With intention to harm none. For good times and prosperity, it is my will, so mote it be. (laughs) Welcome to Fans of the Dead, I'm Mike. I'm Jeremy.
2: And I'm Lauren.
1: What's going on, guys?
2: Not too much.
0: Nothing. Just ready to count down my top five. How about you?
1: I'm more than ready. I have written down a flowchart of my intent, and I'm feeling pretty good. A flowchart? Yes, of my intentions for that spell that I just cast. (laughs) I'm going in on this one, man. All right. So, that being said, I've got an elixir here. A buddy of mine gave me a caramel, special caramel, homemade caramel, from another person that we know. So what I did was I take, I boiled some water, took a glass mixing bowl, and melted it down, and then dipped apple slices into it. They didn't really stick well, so. Oh. Bear, bear with me as I. As I lick the plate. <laughs> Hand picked apples, by the way, from Tugis Farm.
2: Very nice. Hmm. Hope you stay with us, Mike.
1: <laughs> Let's try to wrap this up quick, or I'm gonna be floating away. <laughs> so, we
0: starting in with the top five?
1: That's usually where we start.
2: <laughs> As you're pulling caramel out of your teeth. <laughs>
1: Is not a great idea.
2: <laughs> Top five.
1: All
0: right, so my number five last week, Mike finished his bottom five with 2018's Suspiria. However, I'm going with 1977's Suspiria. OG. Oh, so this is kind of like a half half drink. So we'll, we'll call it a half drink. We'll do a half half double. Would that be a single? It's a single. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. Uh, same character, Susie Banyan, uh, travels to Germany to perfect her ballet skills. Uh, she arrives at the Tanz Dance Academy in the pouring rain and is refused admission after another woman is seen fleeing the school. This was a, I mean, a way to start the movie. Is you know while she's you know hung from like a staircase or whatever the hell it was like mm-hmm. it was like through
1: the glass through and the, and then yeah. the glass falls on that so you get this crazy double kill to start the movie almost
0: yeah i was like all right like you know we're we're i'm, I'm strapped in i'm ready to go and uh <laughs> she returns the next morning this time she's let in and she learns that the young woman she saw fleeing the previous evening her name was pat hingle uh
1: not the guy from uh, maximum overdrive <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah uh, or batman not not is not commissioner gordon no uh, has been found dead. Strange things soon begin to occur. Susie becomes ill and is put on a special diet, and like moved to like a different uh, room. The school becomes like infested with like maggots and like Ugh, odd sounds and stuff like this. Like, what was it the pianist is killed by his dog? Like there's a lot of weird shit going on. The blind and,
1: um, pianist.
2: Yes. His um, yes, service doggy. <laughs>
0: so uh, essentially, like the the ballet school. Used to be home to a witch's coven. As Susie learns, uh, it still is. Amazing score. We'll listen to this. Goblin.
2: Yeah, Goblin.
0: Ooh. I still listen to this all the time. Great, great, great score. Fantastic movie. It's an Argento movie, so it's, you know, not everyone's into, you know, his stuff. But
1: I really, really enjoyed it. He just dropped another movie. I sure, saw it! Right? I haven't watched it yet. Dark Glasses. Yeah. Really good.
2: Oh, yeah. it's so good. Very enjoyable. Fucked up. And there's a dog in that one, too. And I was just like, oh, it's a cute dog that might eat someone later.
1: <laughs> it was a good doggo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. Great fucking movie. The uh, razor wire scene. Uh, that one. Yes. Sucked. Oh. Uh, and even though they removed the razors, it still fucked that chick up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I saw that one scene in high school i did not see the rest of the movie until recently but that one scene i was just like oh god like she's trying to like dig through it and it's just getting stuck to her oh my god it just like gives me the heebs (laughs) awesome movie And,
1: and every great dance school definitely has a room just reserved for a big giant pile of razor wire
2: yeah that movie's colors are like like the reds, the blues. Yeah. It's just, it's beautiful. Supposedly,
1: he wanted to emulate uh, Snow White
2: mm. in the color
1: palette of that movie. Another great witch.
2: Yeah, I can see that.
1: My number five is 1996's The Craft. Woohoo! Featuring Robin Tunney, Feruza Balk, Nev Campbell, Rachel True, Christine Taylor, Skeet Ulrich, and Meyer. So we have Sarah Bailey. She moves down to L.A. from San Francisco and finds herself fitting in with the outcasts. Soon the four besties go from slumber party parlor tricks to full-blown witchcraft. And that power is soon abused. Fun movie. I mean, obviously you have the the four girls, each of them with their own problems. One, new kid in the school. Uh, Two, She's a black girl. She's dealing with some horrible racism from mostly Christine Taylor's character. Uh, you have the other girl. She has like horrible scars. I don't know if she, she was burned at, at some point. So she's like dealing with body shaming. And then you have the other girl who just has a horrible domestic abuse home life situation going yeah. on. But they all find each other and their coven is is strong and that their bonds form, but one of them may go array. Great soundtrack. I mean, can you hear love, spit, love, how soon is now without thinking of this movie? (laughs) And and, and that being said, do you hear that song outside of this movie?
2: I love this movie so much. And I loved this movie when I was like 13 years old, when it came out and it like lots of ladies out there probably felt the same way I did. We're just like, Oh my God. We could be witches, <laughs> just doing oh, yeah. ridiculous stuff. They
1: had a, a Wiccan consultant on staff to make it realistic before they went, you know, unrealistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, the soundtrack is fire. Our Lady Peace, Jewel, Elastica, Space Hog, Tripping Daisy, Letters to Cleo, Sponge, typical, you know, mid-90s bands. I don't know. A, a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, and the ending is creepy. I mean, like the, the bugs hell. and the snakes and all the, like... those snakes
1: Ooh. and rats and bugs and stuff. Real.
2: Ugh. Actually, I would I... like that. <laughs> that was a fake <laughs> shutter. I think I'd actually like that. That's <laughs> gross. I know. <laughs> awesome movie. Okay, so the year is 1990, and we travel to the picturesque countryside of merry old England. So the classic adaptation of the fantastic Roald Dahl book, The Witches, I pick as number five. Um, So we already talked a little bit about that. drinking time. (laughs) We touched on a lot of this already, but yeah, it freaked me out a lot when I was younger. Um, Loved all the special effects by Jim Henson. And Angelica Houston was terrifying, kind of a little sexy too. And la la. <laughs> I really respect kids, quote-unquote, kids horror movies that don't pull their punches. Like, this this movie didn't, like, shy away from, you know, hey, kids like to be scared, too. And, and obviously there wasn't gore or anything, but still really freaky. And I rewatched it recently, you know, for this episode, and it really holds up. It's still fantastic. And... Might give some nightmares to some kids, so definitely, if you, you watch it as a gateway horror type thing, just make sure that your kids can handle some of the hooky spooky,
1: spooky. <laughs> being banished to be a rodent seems pretty horrific.
2: Right, and Bruno was kind of just like, "It's fine. I'll be a I'll be a little mouse forever. No big deal. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna stay we this way." We don't talk
1: about Bruno. Because no, no,
2: no. <laughs> he's right. a mouse. <laughs> He is a mouse.
0: (laughs) My number four. I recently just watched this a couple weeks ago, and uh, I went with 2016's *The Wretched*. This was this was fun. So in 1985, Megan arrives at the home of the Gambles to babysit their daughter Ashley as she enters the basement she finds Ashley being eaten by an inhuman creature terrified she stumbles trying to escape but Mr. Gamble purposely shuts the door on her a strange sign is then etched on the door that wretched bastard (laughs) so like in the present we meet Ben Shaw who comes to live with his father after like a parent parental divorce and you know he's going through a weird like phase where you know he Father starts dating, you know, this new chick, and you know, so he's a bit rebellious. He befriends Mallory, who works, who he works at the marina, live with. Uh, during his shift, he notices that like their next door neighbors, Abby and uh, I forget her husband's name. They're like hunters. They start acting weird, and their son, who is in one of their sailing classes or canoeing classes, whatever the hell it was, didn't show up. And all of a sudden. His parents, they're like, oh, we don't have a kid. Ben is suspicious and reads about a witch that is known for wearing the skins of his victim, feeding on the forgotten. So basically, whenever they take over their whatever body of whoever, it makes them forget about whatever, like their kids or whoever like the victim is. So it's Hmm. it's a really cool movie. Not a lot of like, gore per se, but really 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 fun. Nice.
2: I haven't watched this one before. That sounds interesting. It's on Netflix.
1: All right, so number four. You're listening to WIQZ, Salem Rocks, voted number one by readers of Dig Boston. We're turning it over to The Big H Team and their exclusive first play of The Lords. Rob Zombie's 2012 The Lords of Salem, featuring, obviously, Sherry Moon Zombie. (laughs) Duh. Yes, she's in everything he does. Why wouldn't she be? Also featuring... Jeff Daniel Phillips, Ken Furry, Bruce Davidson, Meg Foster, D. Wallace, Maria Conchita Alonzo, Patricia Quinn, Judy Geeson, Michael Berryman, and Sid Haig. Music by Griffin Boyce and John Five. This is a really fucking fun story. It's probably the biggest budget Rob Zombie had. I believe it's through Blumhouse. And he basically could do whatever the fuck he wanted. I don't think they gave him much restraint, which he loved. And beautifully shot. The story is crazy, so they play this old record which is basically a spell from these witches that got burned at the stake, even though that never happened in Salem. The spell gets played on vinyl. How did they get vinyl? I don't know. Who gives a (laughs) fuck? Rock and roll, baby. And... Everyone listening, or not everyone listening, the women that are descendants from the original Salem tribe, or whatever, even though that's in Danvers, come on. That's another history lesson for another day. They uh, fall under the spell. most, Mostly Heidi LaRock, who's actually Heidi Hawthorne, direct descendant of John Hawthorne, the prick that burned these witches. And why are they so mad? Well, we were hanging witches back then because of petty things like hmm. property disputes and that that motherfucker looked at me the wrong way maybe you're in maybe you're in line you're in line at starbucks and and <laughs> and the chick she says Mike, and i'm like my name is mike i come here every day it's mike why would you say Mike? and then and so you know what you do you go she's a witch it was <laughs> like really was stuff like that just like christopher lee said superstition fear and jealousy those are those are reasons we killed people. And it just so happened <laughs> that these these, uh, these ladies that were being burned, well, they actually were witches, and they were trying to summon the devil, and then they cursed the whole town, and now the town is dealing with that. And it's also an allegory for addiction. So she's a recovering, I believe, heroin addict. And you don't know if she's succumbing to this spell or if she's falling back into drugs and she's just fucked up in the head. Is this all like a fever dream? What's going on? And of course, Rob Zombie, so it's a cool soundtrack. It's fun. There's only one part I don't like, and it's got like this little chicken demon thing.
2: (laughs) But uh, other than that, I, you know, but that's part of her fever dream. You're just
1: like, oh, fever dream, of course. Chicken Chicken demon. Of course.
2: (laughs) I know. I need to watch this movie. I have not seen it. I have heard that the production was rough as far as just like the amount that the cast went through, but I could be wrong on that one. Yeah.
1: Oh, I could see that.
2: Yeah. So, hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the North by the power of Mother and Earth. Hear us. Cheers to the craft. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, so as I said earlier, I love this movie so much, and there is just so much girl power and just, like, creepiness to it. You know, great great actors and actresses in this movie. Um, And as Mike had said earlier, they did kind of their due diligence and and talked to actual Wiccans about it. And also surprisingly like super feminist and like you know girl power and everything and it was directed by andrew fleming which is a dude but you know he did a very good job with it and you know fruza balk is terrifying in this movie like she is just so scary like she just has the best crazy eyes you know i think of her in uh the water boy
1: i was about to say (laughs) You want me to kill them for you? Like, yeah. Okay. Same. Same vibe.
2: Same vibe. Yeah. I I love her. And and as I said earlier, the <laughs> ending is so creepy with all the bugs and the spiders and just running to the house. me
1: boobies and I like them too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Awesome movie. Again, one of those things where if you were you know a teenager in the early nineties, you had to watch this movie <laughs> for sure.
1: Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. (laughs) That never worked.
2: No. It worked for them, though, which was nice.
1: That's good for the movie. Good for the movie, yes. (laughs) Bad for everyone watching it going, you're too fucking heavy.
0: (laughs) So my number three, we're going to go back to Salem, Massachusetts. We're going to go back to 1993. I could not put this on my list. It's just such a fun movie, uh, Hocus Pocus. Sanderson Sisters. I have not seen Hocus Pocus two it's just yet. Fun. You know, Lauren already already went over this. It it's quintessential Halloween. It's it's on all the time. It's fun. And like she said, it's it's Halloween.
1: Hell like, yeah. It's it's
2: Queen and like Essential all the Halloween. you know. Pre-teens and early teens that were like, "Ooh, Thackeray Banks!"
1: Oh my God! Everyone <laughs> thirsted over that.
2: Yeah. And these sound like freaking NCIS now, so you know. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and there may or may not be a Max Dennison High School in Salem. Oh my. Which is sad, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But cool, I guess. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fear is appropriate. Director Chelsea Stardust. 2019 Satanic Panic. Ooh. Great fucking movie. This movie is awesome. I believe it's on shutter right now. We have Samantha. She's a pizza delivery person who picks the wrong house to complain about not tipping. So she finds herself in the middle of a coven about to perform a ritual to summon Baphomet. Haley Griffith, Ruby Modine, Rebecca Romaine. Jerry O'Connell, Jeff Daniel Phillips this movie is fucking hilarious and brutal. There's a scene that involves I will say a kill doe oh I, I, think, no. they, I think they call it a I think they call it a drill doe in the movie it's brutal the uh the Coven of witches is just insane, so basically it shows you. That, like, the rich people in this town are all, like, in this conspiracy to stay rich. And this poor girl just gets in the, the mix of it because she's a virgin. And hilarity ensues.
2: That sounds awesome. I love it, when Jerry O'Connell does fucking, horror movies.
1: Oh, my God. He is so <laughs> awful in this. And not, like, awful as, like, an actor. Like, he, he plays it great. But, like as like, his character is an awful fucking person i'll have to check that one out i still haven't
0: seen that yet
2: so this definitely is one of my most recently made picks so deep in the woods of upstate new york a teenager lives with her mother who has told her that she is sick and can't live with the rest of society but the truth is much more sinister so take a drink guys to hellbender from 2022 slash 2021 i think 2022 I love this movie. Like I, I saw it for the first time when it was premiered on Last Drive In and I had COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was a little loopy. So this movie yeah. was real weird to watch when you weren't feeling yeah, that I great. Can only imagine. It. I was like, whoa. So you yeah, watched the movie. Exactly. I was like, this is to be perfect. Thank you, Joe <laughs> Bob. And then I recently re-watched it because I had an epiphany earlier this week where I was like, Oh my god. I forgot about Hellbender, like that is definitely a witchy, witchy movie, even though they're not really human, but they're still witchy. I just love the whole explanation of why they're called hellbenders, you know, like they're they're into pain, they're into fear, so they bend towards hell, which is really cool. And just honestly blown away by what they were able to do with the budget that they had, you know, their daughter, I think she was like, what, like 20, 1920 or something like that mm-hmm. when she... Uh, film that's with them yeah. and she did all of the like aerial photography and stuff with the drones some of the special effects are a little goofy i won't lie because they're obviously done low budget with you know uh they are you know diy type stuff but i think it worked it did yeah like it it, it was so creepy and and even just it like did. the simple I, no, things of them like cutting their hands and like mixing stuff with their blood and there's like maggots that they're eating, and, and Jeremy said earlier, throwing up on each other with blood in the snow, like, it's just That,
1: that whole thing got me, like, the bigger the thing that they ate, the, the yeah. harder they trip.
2: So... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Really cool, and yeah. just different. Like, I don't know if I've really seen some, any like, witch-themed movie really go that direction, where it's just, like, this ancient magic, and, like, they're not human, and, like, they're doing all this crazy stuff. It, it's just... So cool, and as I talked about earlier, my favorite part is when the mother goes full hellbender and, like, gets all scary, and then her eyeball just rolls back into place. That always freaks me out. I was like, oh my god.
0: <laughs>
2: but yeah, one of my favorites. Definitely, definitely check it out.
1: All right, so my number two. Ooh. Do you like to live deliciously? That's the uh, 2022 version of how you would say that. Hey, you want to live deliciously, bitch? <laughs> it's, tr- it's true. true. Or if you
0: want to go with the Boston version, <laughs> it's like, hey bra, he you, some want, you want to live deliciously, kid? <laughs> Wicked. Let me go grab my cousin. Oh, from I, I do really
1: <laughs> enjoy those commercials. Though. I do too. <laughs> everyone knows. Everyone knows they Sully, or a, there. or a Fitzy. You know. Of course. <laughs> so
0: I went with 2015's "The Witch" or "The Vavitch," whichever you want to pronounce it. In New England, 1630. William and Catherine try to lead a devout Christian life, homesteading on the edge of an impassable uh, wilderness with five children, Ooh. soon to be not five children. When their newborn son is mysteriously he got peek-a-boo. vanished, and their crops <laughs> fail. I believe uh, was that from I think you <laughs> called her booby traps. <laughs> yeah. So the crops fail. The family begins to turn on each other and. You know the witch is a chilling portrait of a family unraveling within their own skins, leaving them pray for an inconceivable evil. This was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. This was, uh, I believe, was this Robert Eggers' um, his first movie.
2: That's, that I'm not sure on, but I think say yes. So?
1: Maybe first full.
0: I, I thought full he had feature. done some
1: like uh, full great feature. painstaking effort went into this, like to get the clothes. The dialogue, yeah. the look, they use all natural lighting except for the candles. I've seen in the goofs that they mention yep. that, oh, poor family wouldn't have that many candles. But you know what, motherfucker? It's nighttime and we want to have
2: light. Yeah. We got to see people. We got to uh, see what's going we, on. We did
1: mention in the episode <laughs> on, on the witch that we were worried that they were going to burn their little house down. But, uh, uh <laughs> you know, other than like little things like that. Yeah, and and I, I literally rate it really takes you to that place. And I had to watch this movie in subtitles because
0: I couldn't yeah. tell what they were saying with their Arch Thou DOS and, you know, whatever old-timey English that they're using. Like, I, I literally had to put the, the, the subtitles on because I'm like, I don't know what you mean by
2: anything. <laughs> I love that movie. It, it's just, like, it's so spooky. And I think it... it like, taking yourself and putting yourself in their shoes where they really actually believed that there were devils that were, like, physically around that could, you know, corrupt you. It's really creepy to kind of, like, think about having that mindset. Um, yeah. It's yeah. one of
1: those things that's like, alright, so this is what, 300 years ago? This is, like, 1620-ish?
2: hmm
1: So think about it. Yeah. Like, we look back on that and we're like, damn, they were dumb. But pick... <laughs> <laughs> picture 400 years from now and those guys are gonna be like damn they were dumb you know <laughs> damn they're dumb
2: and you're not wrong
1: <laughs> uh, it's just just how, just how it goes all right so my number two going to 2009 sam raimi directed this classic drag me to hell 2009
2: Ooh, i thought about this one i did oh, no. but then i, I was like think is it about a
1: witch Oh, hmm. she's a witch.
2: Yeah?
0: You tricked me, you black-hearted whore! You bitch!
1: <laughs> Christine Brown has a good job, a great boyfriend, and a bright future. But in three days, she's going to hell. As a loan officer, she basically is cursed by an old woman for doing her job. <laughs> so yeah, so she's a, she's a loan officer. This woman's getting her house foreclosed on, and she's basically begging. And she's trying to get a promotion. She feels bad. She wants to help the lady, but she's pressured into not helping the lady. So the woman curses her to go to hell in three days. So she has three days to figure out how to reverse the curse. And in those three days, a lot of crazy shit goes down. And I was actually shocked to find out this movie was only PG-13. Because there's some there's some brutal stuff that happens and it's pretty freaky and i thought it was a great fun story you have allison loman playing christine justin long is playing her skeptical boyfriend and the payoff is awesome
2: hmm yeah it's tough with pg-13 horror like sometimes it's fantastic like the ring is awesome pg-13 amazing so I definitely need to watch that. I have it's been on my radar, and I do like Justin Long a lot. He does a good job with horror movies.
1: Yeah, he he's fun.
0: I saw that in the theater actually. I, I remember liking it. it. Just for some reason, I didn't I I, I didn't think of it for.
1: I guess uh, this is my this outside of the box. <laughs> I I think they called her a gypsy <laughs> in the movie, but I mean she. Well, see that's what the thing I was she thinking she was a like a gypsy spell lady. and a curse like, hey, on a exactly woman. The same
0: thing. Hmm. You could
1: say thinner. Right? I was witches. just going to say that. I was about to say it like, like that, Oh my mean? god. The, you know. so, that was actually literally on the other day. <laughs> so the, the movie's pretty cheesy, but the, the story, the the book, that's fucked up.
2: My pick for number two. Well, we are once again traveling back to the mid-1600s in New England, with which obviously is one of the witchiest places ever. And it's time to drink, guys. Cheers. <laughs> For Robert Eggers, 2016, The Witch*. So, Anna Taylor-Joy is amazing in this movie. As we talked, sometimes it's a little hard to understand the dialogue yep. that's going on, but uh, luckily there's not a lot of it. <laughs> it's mostly just really creepy. And, like, oh, that opening scene with the crone in the woods just turning that baby into like mortar and pestle, pestle, ghoul, gruel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, baby it, butter. It, baby butter. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it that. Yes. Yeah, so creepy. Baby butter, uh, I love that movie. It, it's hard sometimes cause because it, it is so difficult to understand what they're saying. Number so
0: one. prepare your beverages again. My number one, we're going back to Yay. the autopsy room. Autopsy of Jane Doe.
2: Drunk,
0: I watched this. I mean, I had seen it before, but I watched it again the other day, and just so good. Cool story, like, and like Mike said, you know, good like father son story. Like, you know, uh, is it Austin or I think it's Austin who's the mm-hmm. um, the son? Yeah, Austin Tilden. He, you know, he doesn't really want to do this. Like, he's helping his dad out and this and that. Um, it was supposed yeah. to be a date night for him. With his fiance and they uh, roll in this Jane Doe, who they found underneath, like, the ground, like, perfectly, like, perfectly clean. Just say it. You know, she just hadn't, like, she had she <coughs> just
1: She was hot. She See? was a hot, dead lady. <laughs> there was, was a lot of boobies.
0: No, I just mean, like, there was no, like, decomposition <laughs> yeah, yeah. or anything yeah, like that. When you're like talking, was, like, like you're
1: motioning around, like, your chest. <laughs> 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 there was no, like... You know. <laughs> uh-huh. There was no, no intention there, but
0: that's just how it goes. But no, fun movie, definitely some creepy moments, some unfortunate mm-hmm. accidents. I suggest anyone check this one out. It was on a lot of lists.
1: I want to get the name of the tattoo good, artist. Good movie. On that's the inside? A skill. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Number one.
1: Wouldst thou like to live deliciously? Yay! Yay! Cheers. Cheers. Obviously, we've talked. Anya Taylor Joy. A family in 1620 ish New England is banished by the Puritans for being too preachy, even for them. They move into the woods where they are seduced by witchcraft and a goat named Black Philip. Did you make some unholy bond with that goat? <laughs> He offered me a nice dress and some butter.
2: The taste of butter.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. The things things people would do back then for a fancy dress and butter. Now, can you imagine that? Like, hey, you want to sell your soul for some butter? What? Mm, no. no. Uh, do you know how much butter I have? Like, <laughs> Jesus. I've got unsalted. I've got salted. We, gross.
2: She also gets to fly, though. That's fun.
1: She does fly.
2: And she gets to tell her family to F off because they kind of suck. So I get it.
1: did she tell them or did she show
2: them? Well, she showed them. Yes.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was a very brutal movie. Definitely my favorite witch movie because of it. It's in the time period. Hmm. And it goes to show you like the crazy that people felt like the father is just so preachy. Like, Like, for instance, they get kicked out of the village because he's so like, woah, well, I don't think God would like the way you're preaching and they're like, "Well, fuck off then. Go live in the woods." Yeah, it's it's
2: pretty it's pretty yeah.
1: bad if That's the are kicking you out. You know what? You're too gaudy. Go and I love how like
2: off. the um Black Phillip goat was actually pretty terrible on set and actually did hurt the poor guy, the the father, <laughs> the actor that played the father, like he actually like I think he broke his rib. Ooh. Yeah, cuz Angry goat. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I've heard that uh, sometimes animals are pretty hard to deal with on, on set. Right? Okay, so
2: number one. Uh, so ballet has never been so scary. Cheers! Which one, which one? Cheers! It's 1977 for me.
0: Well, well, obviously she yeah, said she's.
2: That's she true. Heard. She it
1: said, it said she saw an hour. Of I it. saw part
2: of it. Yes, <laughs> I tried so hard to see this movie for the longest time it's like nowhere so finally i was just like you know what screw it i'm gonna pay for it i need to see this i had seen scenes i had seen the infamous razor wire scene in high school like i said earlier and i was like okay i have to see this movie i loved it 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 was just so good and just beautiful and gory the only thing i didn't totally love and yet it kind of worked was just the like crayon quality of the blood but i kind of understand how it plays into the whole color story of the the movie
1: yeah it's very over the top yeah
2: yeah so over the top and just so good and like i said earlier that razor i've seen heaps like it just something about it just and honestly i love movies from all eras um But I don't often get creeped out by movies that are older than, like, 15, 20 years. And this movie did creep me out a lot. Um, But, yeah, just Dario Argento. Amazing. Such a good movie. And I will say I think it's probably the best witch movie ever made, which is why it's number one for me.
1: Number one. Nice. (laughs) Okay, so...
2: 2022, Daddy Awards. Ooh... Yay, daddies.
1: All right, the results are in. I'm just going to bang through these real quick. Before I start, I want to say that uh, polls were taken and Snickers is now the number one candy sought out for Halloween. Snickers? That's what I said. Not Reese's? I would figure Reese's is the best one.
0: I feel like that's a travesty.
1: Anyway, I just read that. I figured I'd anger you uh. both
2: okay <laughs> both so very mad
1: <laughs> uh best theme song goes to kyle dixon and michael stein for stranger things Woo-hoo. best existing music kate bush running up that hill it was pretty close with master of puppets mm-hmm. and
0: master of puppets. One,
1: one of the others but it's funny because i was you know we were running some errands today getting pumpkins and, and whatnot and we were listening to kiss 108's top 40 and that song is still number 15 that just goes to show like yeah that's that's crazy that's that's pretty cool good for you kate bush best score probably not going to be from a movie that's on many people's lists this year i'm not going to say why or why not Firestarter. So, John and Cody Carpenter with Daniel Davies. Great fucking score. Pretty cool movie. I just didn't care for the way they wrapped it up. I think they might be trying for a sequel. I hope so. That way they can redeem it. Best montage goes to Land of a Thousand Dances. The Walker Brothers in Last Night in Soho. Best end credit song? Nice. Weird Al Yankovic, Nature Trail to Hell. From the awesome movie that is mostly playing in our heads, <laughs> Nature Trail to Hell. Uh, best cover song, Anya Taylor-Joy, Downtown, from Last Night in Soho. Uh, best original song, All Hail the Male Girl, by Jeff Whitmire. Yay!
2: Go, Check Jeff. out the
1: video. You may see a familiar face. <laughs> Best horror themed song, Come Get Some by Method Man, Static Secta, and uh, Intel and Power. Awesome. You get a great line like, Killing Mites, like Dr. Loomis. And there's some great samples from Evil Dead. He shouts out Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Cool shit. Yeah, that's the 2022 Deddies.
2: Woohoo! Cheers to! I'm so Cheers. excited for Jeff. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> he earned it, man.
2: Mm-hmm. I love can't his... wait to
1: hear Stabby Road.
2: I know he keeps talking about it. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think we basically have seen or heard all of the tracks. <laughs> but, but once it's fully out, it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah, good for him. He seems to be uh, on top of the world.
2: Yeah, he's awesome. <laughs>
1: I think that, that about does it. I think this, uh, si- this season is over. What? I oh, wanted season four, dude. I don't even believe it. We'd started this before COVID. We did, and COVID made it better, because now I don't have to actually hang out with you. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Hanging out's fun. <laughs> no, it's just more convenient.
0: It is. It's it, so it, does, it does make it easier. What? I mean we we do have to do a few in 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 person just because oh, Yeah,
1: when we do those those are extra fun. Uh, but it, it is going to be cool when I, you know, shut this off and go upstairs and eat dinner.
0: <laughs> yeah, same. We did a roasted chicken and I'm, I'm, I smell it. Mm-hmm. I smell everything. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to
1: that. Well, you I... smell things that means you don't have the covid.
2: <laughs> I have some buffalo chicken chili myself that I need to eat that I made before I got on the call. So
1: nice. I uh, I'm marinating some vegetables upstairs and have some Cajun chicken drumsticks just waiting for the night game. Well, alrighty then. So that 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 wraps up our season four. Now
0: three. We're on to four. That was the end of three.
1: Yes. Don't don't wrap up the next season so quickly. <laughs> it's going to be very exciting. I think we'll start it off with a bang what does that mean I don't know
2: I'm excited
0: well we'll have to
1: figure it out yeah yeah we'll ma- we'll make it up as we go <laughs> yeah. so yeah <laughs> that's uh, of fans of the dead one on Twitter fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com tell us what we're fans doing for the... season four because yeah. we don't know we have an idea
0: yeah. <laughs> ah, fans of the I've dead got a flowchart
1: on Instagram oh that's not it
0: You had a flow chart, yeah. That's a, that is a flow chart. Hmm. Looks like a star.
1: Uh, That's a pentagram. pentagram. I see
2: some moons.
1: That is the female goddess symbol. Okay then. (laughs) I went hard on these spells, man. I ain't fucking around. Well, in the meantime, check us
0: out on Instagram, Fans of the Dead Podcast. Our Website fanzothedead.com where you can check out all of our episodes, get all of our YouTube videos, buy a t shirt, you know, a sweatshirt, a hat. What, what do you want? We'll get you. I one. want a poster. I don't know if anyone wants a poster of us on their wall.
1: Uh, for The logo. It could be that. Okay. I mean, it doesn't have to be of your face. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, thanks. <offense. laughs> All righty. So, no, seriously, everyone, thank you for listening. It's been a fun three seasons, and it's going to be a fun more seasons. I don't want to put a number on it. Three more seasons. It's going to be more than that. We're going to milk the shit out of this.
2: 15 years. 15 years. No, 15.
1: I'll be doing this when I'm 92.
2: Uh, And my
1: number one movie with the most
2: boobies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, as always, have fun. Be safe. Uh, Have fun trick-or-treating. Peace.